You know the unmistakable sound of opening your freezer door? That little kiss? Well, my freezer makes that kissing noise and I kiss it right back because it's filled with butcher box cuts that have made my life way more convenient. Delivered right to our doorstep, free shipping, always, and curated customized box plans. It saves me money and trips to the grocery store and I can meal plan for weeks at a time and I got leftovers to boot. Eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door. ButcherBox is offering mega listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. That's three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free, that's free, in every order for a whole year. That's a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Get a kiss from your freezer and your family and sign up today at butcherbox.com mega and use code mega to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Thanks, ButcherBox. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis, and at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the MAGAverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. We are here, the Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready to podcast. Hiya, I'm Hallie Laban, and this is Mega the Podcast, where we are giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community. Oh, what a true treat and a true treasure, my friends. Well, just like Jesus had a favorite disciple, that would be John. I have a favorite co-host here with me today. His name is Gray Haas, everybody. Hey, Hallie. So nice to see you. It's really nice to be here. Ah, Too blessed to be stressed, my friend. Absolutely. Hey, I had an amazing thing happen to me this week. You know, it was so cold outside and I sometimes want to do some walking and praying and meditating uh, on the word, but I don't want to to go outside and do it. So I'll go to the mall. Ooh. 
And as I was walking and doing a prayer walk through the mall, and it's nice too, because I see my kids there a lot of times on the weekends, I'll run into them and I'll check in with them. And I was really meditating on this phrase, let go and let God. I just think it's such a powerful phrase when we think we're in control, but Mm -hmm. we're really not. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm going through the mall, I'm walking, I'm just saying, let go and let God, let go and let God. And I'm going up the escalator and I realized that I had actually started to relax and I did actually let go go of a smoothie that I was drinking and unfortunately it fell from the second story and it hit a woman in the head and I was really so I ran back down the escalator I was just you know concerned that something had happened Hallie guess what What? Uh, security came Uh, I apologized to her she was sort of covered in this smoothie and then we realized she'd been shoplifting a bunch of stuff from the gap and when I let go and let God it actually helped security stop this woman and I just thought that's a God thing that's a God thing that is a God thing and so you know I just want to remind everyone let go and let God it's just such a great phrase how was your weekend you know what we kind of had a dramatic weekend in my family because you know my husband Lance Laban he is paleo so he eats almost just entirely red meat although sometimes he'll make a bun around like a burger or something with like two chicken breasts type of thing but we thought he was having maybe a little heart attack this weekend we had we rushed to the emergency room he did the EKG all that's happened I'm praying the whole time. I'm just, um, I'm, I'm petitioning God to intervene and make his heart strong and open up those arteries because God has the power to do that. And we get there and it, it seemed like it was okay. Everything was all right. But they're like, we're going to have you meet with this heart specialist. This guy, we end up going in the office with this guy and the doctor who's the heart specialist. I look at his little diploma thing on the wall that he has in his office. And you know what it says? No. Baghdad University. Oh, and I really? was like, this guy went to medical school in Baghdad. Right. And so I'm kind of, you know, I'm, you know, looking at him a little hard. You know, like, I don't know if the schools there as good as here. I mean, you know, we've got Northwestern in Chicago. You want somebody like that, you know? Right. And so I'm kind of watching him and I'm like, Baghdad, I don't know. I want Lance to be in the best possible medical hands. And so I thought, you know what? Maybe I can do a little witness to this guy from Baghdad. And so I said, hey, Doc, I want you to know something. I believe that Lance is going to be okay because I believe in the power of prayer. And that God can heal his heart and open up all those arteries and make his heart strong. And you know what the doctor said to me? He looked at me and he goes, ma'am, I do too. Really? Yeah, I was kind of confused. And so I said, well, good. I'm glad that I have a doctor who believes in the power of prayer. That's good. And then I thought, you know, I thought about throwing in something like, yeah, but I'm praying to the one true God type of thing. But I didn't say anything. But you know what? If we go back, if Lance continues to have chest pain, I'm sure I'll have the opportunity to continue to witness to him. I'm sure there's not a university there now. Right. I'm sure. Well, who Probably. knows? It could have been bombed or something. I right. think there's all kinds of tr- trials and tribulations over there. Right. And how's Lance doing now? He's on bed rest. Okay, great. Yeah. Is that a thing with heart attack? Bed rest? Well, he might have a, have to have a stent and some balloons put in his legs. Oh, great. Yeah. No, well, you probably don't want that guy to be doing that. If, if, if they're going to poke around in there, you probably want to get somebody from the side of the... We might go up the... to Chicago anyway, because right. I've been wanting to get that Chicago mix popcorn anyway. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code POD. That's ShipStation.com with the code POD. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis, and at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the megaverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just like 10 of the Old Testament spies were bad and only two were good, I'm lucky to have two good men with me today because we are joined by Ken Van Dorn, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Ken, thanks so much for being here. Oh, you're very welcome. Hello, both of you. Bless you. Absolutely. Oh, what and, a treat. And to my Climax kids, he is Mr. Van Dorn. That's right. <laughs> yes, that's right. Mr. Van Dorn. Some of the kids call me Mr. VD. Mr. VD, that's easy. And like Valentine's Day. Yep, exactly. Uh, and because you got a big heart. You're a, <laughs> you're a loving fella. Uh, now, Ken, tell us a little bit about where you come from. Oh, well, I'm from not far, not far. I, I grew up uh, in Chicago. Oh, really? And uh, yeah, and I've, I haven't been in Indianapolis very long, but uh, in the Indianapolis area very long. But I, I, I did, I did, uh, I grew up in Chicago. That's where I got my education. So, Mr. Van Dorn, he is a substitute teacher at Broad Ripple High School. And specifically, mostly history classes. Is that right? Oh, yes. Yes. American history. Yes. Well, you came on our radar screen because Gray started hearing all his Climax kids talk about this wonderful new teacher over at Broad Ripple High. And they were saying that you prayed before class one day and mm. they all felt so supported in their faith and that you're just such a radiating love kind of guy. Well, I would say that was an important day for, for me, and I'm glad to hear that, 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 uh, that it was important for the kids, too. I had not had a lot of luck in the public school system oh sure well they you know it's a secular program and i understand that and uh that 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 represents challenges to to teachers of faith Mm -hmm. of course and uh and which i am always ready to take up i believe education is a challenge that's what makes it an education that's cool and uh back in the public school system you might have this was in chicago of course and then later in a little bit in indianapolis you just you're only there sometimes for a day, maybe sometimes two days, if you're lucky, a week. But it doesn't give you a lot of time to maybe, maybe to get that yeah. that good news in, right? That's yeah, right. which you know, because I I think the word is important, whether we're talking about the past or whether we're talking about tomorrow. Yeah, and it's most important when we're talking about today. Isn't that right? And that's when I like to bring up the word. That's right. 
oftentimes that, that can be very easily misunderstood in a public education right. setting. Yeah, and Ken, I feel like you're perfectly positioned as a person who knows about U.S. history. Mm. You're in the perfect position to tell people, because I feel like these liberals and progressives, they just... They they are trying to like write God out of the history books and our mm. founding fathers. You know, we got it. We got God on the dollar bill. We got God in the Constitution. We got God all over the place. I'm surprised. I wish we had him on the flag. But everything about the United States really represents. I've heard my son. He said, Mom, the founding fathers were not Christians. They were deists. And I said, I don't even know what that foul word is that you're saying. <laughs> These men were Christians and they came here specifically to start a country that could worship God and could have religious freedom and that the state could never tell us, you know, that we can't pray. That was the whole reason we became a country. Isn't that right? Uh, I, it's, it's, it's definitely one of the most important reasons for the, for the, it's one of the most important reasons we're here. And the, 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 the people that 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 came to this country from Europe that came to North America were not allowed to worship God in their own way mm. according to and follow their own hearts and yeah. follow the word the way they read it the way they heard it yeah. and, and, and 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 come to the conclusions that God wanted for them That's right. that they wanted to seek they were not allowed to seek those things and they came here yeah to do that and that project that 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 very godly project yeah. that was started by men who firmly believed in God right. and and gods right believed they believed that we could all pursue yeah our destiny mm -hmm. through the word and through and through deeds mm -hmm. and they gave us a perfect framework to do it and many many times as I do love to tell my students it was people of faith that saved this country from a fate worse than death many, many times. Really? It were, it were people of faith that led the abolitionist movement. Right. Really? There were people of faith that led the temperance movement. There right. were people of faith in the, in, the, in the American religious awakening of the 1820s that spread literacy yeah. and raised the birth rate. Wow. And began the homesteading and all the clearing of all the farmland that we see all in the Ohio River Valley it was all done by people of great faith. Have you wow. seen Hamilton? I I have not. Oh, but I have heard so much of the music. It's because awesome. Because those AirPods that the children use, yeah. do, they're not very soundproof. Oh, right. you can hear it. I, I hear very well. I have heard a lot of that soundtrack Yeah. during times, periods in class when we're not supposed to be hearing anything. Yeah. I don't really know who Hamilton was because we didn't really have that kind of stuff in Australia. Mm -hmm. See, the thing in Australia, we don't really care about history. Oh, really? No. Uh, we don't study it and it's not part of school. If you want any kind of history in Australia, you got to go find it at a library or something and right. people just aren't interested in it. Right. What, from what I've picked up from the Hamilton soundtrack, it sounded like these guys who started America were pretty cool. Yeah. And they definitely were good at rhyming. Oh, definitely. I mean, the... the the all the children the kids love it they, 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 they listen to it they, really they, love they it. know the words they, they they know all the rhyming yeah all the rhyming couplets which are very inventive yeah. Yeah. do you and know the, about uh, hamilton himself uh, I the do. rapper you do i do well you, that did he rap you, it's funny that you bring that up i think it's a great uh, a great work of imagination that the the writer the writers of that hamilton uh, show right have come up with that the idea that if he did do it now we don't know that he did it or he didn't but if he did do it he did it better than anyone else. He did. That's right. And isn't, isn't that really kind of the, mm -hmm. the idea behind the American dream is you go out there and you try real hard. Mm -hmm. You get the hang of it. You become number one. Mm -hmm. And maybe you end up being a leader and you lead people that way. You lead by example. 
That's right. Yeah. So that's what I think when I think of that musical, which I, I will eventually. I'm I, I'm certainly going to see it someday. Yeah. But when I uh, when I think of that musical, I always think, good for him. Yeah. He went out and he did it. He he probably didn't probably didn't know any rap where he was born. He wasn't born in America. He oh wasn't really? Born in the place where rap was. Is that right? No, he was born on Nevis. Where's he that? Was a British subject. It's really? A, what? It's a it's a windward island in the Atlantic Ocean. Really? Oh. But he came to America. He learned the rap game. And he came out on top. Wow, that is the American dream, isn't it? Now, I thought you couldn't be a U.S. president unless you were born here. How did Hamilton become president if he wasn't born here? Uh, He didn't. He didn't. No, he just, uh, he didn't become president. He just got on the $10 bill for a a different reason. Really? Oh, he wasn't president. No, he was was Secretary of the Treasury. Treasury? Chief of Staff of the Army under George Washington. Really? Wow. But, you know, but George Washington set the precedent, I guess. He said, you got it. I was born on this soil, and everybody has to be born on this soil, right? Well, there were all the presidents were British, born British subjects until, uh, well, until Martin Van Buren. Really? Van Buren? Yeah. Now, all I've never heard of Van something. Buren. I know it's a street, Van Buren. Oh, yes, in Chicago yeah. and, and in Indianapolis. Yeah. But Martin Van Buren was... The eighth president of the United States. That is awesome. So Hamilton wasn't president. That is crazy that you'd write a whole musical about a guy who's just from the Treasury. Yeah, I thought that was the whole point, is that he was the commander in chief. Wow. You, and he got. It, if you're familiar, I mean, if you pardon me, I, I'm around kids all the time. And, and the thing about the rap game, and this is where the Hamilton part comes in, is it's president isn't the thing. Oh. It's, 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 it's more about being a dog. Really? Ooh. And Hamilton was a dog. What do you mean? How so? Well, being a dog is a lot like being a man. And now now don't you don't misunderstand me here. This is this these are figurative terms, this is not supposed to be taken literally. But if you're the man, you're a dog. You're a dog, you're a man, and if you're the big man, you're the big dog. Uh-huh. You don't have to be a president, you don't have to be anybody special. Anybody can be the dog. Wow. Interesting. Have you ever gotten in trouble for praying in school? Yes. Lost really? my job over there in Chicago. Really? Oh, that's what brought you down here. Yeah. See, I say this all the time. Our founding fathers made it so we could have our religion. And now we are the Christian, evangelical Christians specifically, are the most oppressed people in the world. Absolutely. In the world. Well, I don't know about collectively, but wow. I'll tell you that it hasn't been easy for me. My Christianity hasn't made me very popular. Really? So lately, anyway. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what. You're getting rubies in your crown in heaven. You really are. One hopes. Oh, well. So what happened in Chicago that you lost your job? Oh, I... Some years ago, after trying many secular approaches and medical and clinical uh, methods, I... I... I, I lost a battle with alcohol uh, right before school started one day, and, and I had I had sought I had gone away from the word I had gone away from the good news and I had forgotten my Bible and I'd forgotten my 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 fellowship I'd forgotten I had forgotten God and I turned to a bottle of of joy juice to give me the joy that I wasn't getting anymore because I wasn't seeking it. I didn't go through the door. And I 
came to school. It doesn't matter which one, but it was one of the Chicago public schools, and I had had quite a bit to drink that morning. And I prayed, and I prayed, and I'm praying for God to tell me what to do right, how to set this right, how to make this right. You shouldn't be in school and teaching, teach a plan when you're not your best self, when you're not, when you're, when you're toxic, when you're, when you're full of sin. And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed, but it didn't, it, it, it just brought the, uh, the school resource officer and I was taken oh. off the property. So you were actually fired for praying, not for drinking. No, I was fired for hitting the school resource officer. I, I struck, I, I struck, I struck, and I am not ashamed to say that I was wrong. I struck a school resource officer in her throat. And I, I knew then, I knew then, and I'll tell you, I, I, if you don't mind testimony, yes, I knew right then and there that I had stepped wrong, yeah. that I had stepped away from God, that I had lost the word mm-hmm. because she, she hit me so, she hit me so hard I thought, I was going to die. My teeth, I actually f- could feel each one of my my teeth. And that's got to be 30, I think, teeth you have. Right. I could feel each one of them. My mouth filled up with blood. And I, I took another swing. She grabbed my right wrist and she wrenched my arm. I don't even know how she did it, but she wrenched my arm 360 degrees around so that my wrist was actually back where it started, but the other way, but the other way around, you know? Oh, ow. Um, it turns out she, she was a, a she was an Afghanistan war veteran and oh, you know, she's a yeah, police officer. Desert Storm, research. Desert Shield. Yeah, she was in that wow. war, and um, she, you know, and and it's a beautiful thing too, and and I'm so glad that this came up because she was a woman of faith, and she told me she told me as she was trying to fix me up after this our 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 confrontation. That I was, I was gonna be okay. Oh, she said you're gonna be okay. You're oh. gonna, you're, she said you're, you're gonna be okay, huh? Oh. And 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 she was right. I that knew is I was, awesome. I knew I, was, I knew I was gonna be okay. I couldn't move, and that's the beauty of it. I couldn't move anything at that point. She had, she had, she had done something to disable my ability to move, and wow. it happened fast. I'm, we're talking about just a moment or two here, and the, this, I knew then if I can't move, that must mean that God is taking over from here and maybe he's working through the school school research now i didn't want to ask but i did notice that your arm is in a cast yeah i lost 30 percent of the um range of motion in that arm and that's permanent so coming back so about how long ago was this this was uh 11 months ago wow yeah it's uh, i i i talked to uh well i talked to a doctor and then (laughs) and then uh I went for some other opinions to some faith-based yeah. medical uh, outreach yeah. programs. And we have been praying over this arm for 11 months, but I, it, it, it looks like a, that 30% mobility loss is, is a range of, range of, it's not coming back. It just mm. won't heal. No. Now, Ken, you know, I think God just has put this on my heart for you, which is just because, you know, you've, you've had this struggle. You... You were fired for praying. Well, you're fired for striking a 
an officer in the throat. But, but they probably were looking at him because think, he'd been praying. And exactly. You know, a anyone close who's eye bringing on. a witness into a public school setting, I feel like that you know you're on thin ice anyway. They were probably just looking for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you you finally come here to Indianapolis and you found some gainful employment and you and my kids have talked about you as they think you're a superhero. And I think it's awesome that you're still able to witness to kids in ways that aren't going to get you fired. Oh, I, I'm so, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to you both and brought and brought Ripple too. And then yeah. these kids, these beautiful, these wonderful, godly children just setting out. If I can do anything, if, if I've done anything to help them, to, I, I, I want them to know. I'm glad we... I'm glad that I was able to talk about this today because it's just the sort of thing that kids should know that we are your teachers. That doesn't mean we're your betters. We're just, we're farther along than yep, you. Right. We know the mistakes that yep. are out there because yep. we've made them. Yeah. And I've made them. And, and God doesn't, doesn't, he doesn't want you to live with those mistakes. He wants you to live through right. those mistakes. That's you right. come through that, yes. come through those mistakes to, to God's word, yes. to, to his message. Think about God said that David was a man after God's own heart. God loved David, gave him a lot of second chances. And here David, remember, David saw Bathsheba sunbathing or taking a bath on the roof or something. He liked what he saw, had her husband killed and then had her sent to him and uh, usurped her. Anyway, having a man killed and taking his wife is imperfect i would say it is and god loved him and so god that you know what that's why jesus died on the cross because we're not perfect am i right right i feel that yeah jesus loved uh he kept table with sinners that's right tax collectors publicans that's right and thieves that's right, right. because he said that my father's house has many mansions that's right he did say that I'm and I'm feeling that today because I have another conf- I have another confession to make. Why? I had a few drinks before I came here. Yeah, I could smell that. Uh, oh, bit, I, thought I thought it was maybe aftershave. Oh, I just someone drinking peppermint aftershave. Yeah, I was a little nervous about coming and being on your show because I'm not a. As you can tell, I'm not used to this sort of thing at all. I'm not a per- performer or any kind of show sure. person. And I, I did, I took, um, I took, I took some drinks before I, 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 and I, and I drove here, which I know is wrong. I already know that's wrong and I know that's wrong and I'm sorry I did it and I won't, it won't happen again. You know, my husband, Lance Labonte, his brother, um, goes to an AA meeting. You ever done that? Yes. Cause that's Bible based. That, that says God no. is the highest no, power. It's not, not Bible based at all. It's not? What do, what do they do at an AA meeting? I thought you had to first acknowledge God. They have this the... thing where they say you have to yield your will to a higher power. Yeah. It's it's absurd. It's 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 taking God out of out of what at the time you need him most. Mm. Those fools. Mm want you to worship to, to worship uh, to idolate a higher power and that's the phrase they use and that's what i found so offensive and yeah. i objected at the time yes i left in eight well i did not leave i was asked to leave 
an AA meeting on this very point, that there is no higher power but God. And the commandments tell us, I am God Almighty, have no God before me. Right. Yeah. There is no higher power, just God. Only God is right. the higher power. There's no, That's true. you can't pick That's right. a higher power, right. a different one or right. an alternate. Right. I was making this point to the people at the AA people, whoever, you know, their people are. And it was while I was making this point that I, um, I made, I made a mistake. I, I used physical, I used a physical gesture. I hit, I hit a, I hit a woman in the throat and I know that it was the right, I know that God was guiding me that day. One, to speak the word, to speak the truth. There is no higher power but God, only God, and God is almighty, and have no God before him. So I spoke that truth. And he guided my hand to this act, this not good act, this uh, sinful act, to teach me that it is words and deeds. Right. And deeds. And my deed, my hitting this woman in the throat, led to her suppressing me through uh, a martial art called karate that she learned in the Japanese army. Wow. Did she get you down on the floor? Is that how you got that cauliflower ear? Yes. She got you to the floor? That is where I got it. Wow. She had been in Afghanistan with the operation you know there was a big wow. international part to that really oh, what are the chances right. no, it's and just she, so unfortunate you keep having these you keep hitting women in the throat that are that have all been to afghanistan there are a lot of and i'm glad you brought that there are a lot of veterans out there that need our help and many of them are women but you forget sometimes i forget that it can be a gal because i just always assume it's going to be a fella and i know we're supposed to go up to them in the airport when we see their fatigues and we're supposed to, or whatever they're called mm-hmm. and we're supposed to say thank you for your service and high five them and all that and i always do but it's always fellas i always forget that it can be gals too right and you it's easy to forget yeah. i mean i would never hit a man but the you know i would you forget right. you forget that women and this is true of American history too. And I told, told my students this: it was women that that led the abolition movement. It was women that led the temperance movement. Right. It was women that led the reforms, all the of of the the the, the labor reforms of, of the late nineteenth and early twentieth century. The garment workers in New York who wow. suffered in the fire and the Triangle Shirtwaist yeah. Factory fire. The movement to organize women and though women are. A blessing, yeah, to us all. Are you married? No, were you not ever? formally? Yeah, I mean, I, I shouldn't. Uh, yes and no. Okay, I was married. I was married. I was married in the Catholic tradition. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Wow. And uh, and I, I found, I found as I did with Catholic upbringing and Catholic schooling, I found that to be. Um, a, 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 a severe test of my faith mm. right and my understanding of mm-hmm. of god's word as i read it as i read it in 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 in, in the american standard mm-hmm. bible mm-hmm. now you may not know this but catholics use a different translation of the bible really oh really yeah the Douay reams bible is not oh. the bible you see in a yeah in a and let's say a 
um, and a, I'll just say at random, a night's in. Oh, off 465? Right, right, from 465. Oh, yeah. That's not the same Bible. Really? That is the Catholic Bible, and that is not in that room. That is in a Catholic church somewhere near there. Wow. But in that room is a a Bible. It's an American standard. Well, it's no wonder people are always falling asleep when you go to one of those churches because, hey, the Bible sounds pretty boring. I know. And if it's dark and filled with smoke, you're going to nod off. That's right. Now, Kent, I wanted to ask. Ken. Who cares? Ken, I uh, wanted to ask you about the words that you've got written on your cast there that say, my Ebenezer. And I wanted to ask you uh, about the significance of why you wrote my Ebenezer on the cast there. The, the, the nourishment of, of the word, uh, the food that we get when we read God's word, uh, it sometimes is better for me than food, mm-hmm. especially when I don't have mm-hmm. at the moment budgetary resources for food or okay. access to food or temporarily of some for some reason or another mm-hmm. and i my i eat the word and the yes. word tells me and as, and as i know you know from the psalms that the stone that was rejected oh. by the builders yes. was used to build the new church and became the keystone of the new church Okay. And that is the, the that stone is is of course as we know is, is God is Jesus God mm-hmm. in man, and it is also the food the food that we eat. It is the word which nourishes us more than any food can. I, I have a Larabar. Would you like a Larabar? Oh, sir, thank you very. That's very kind of you. You bet. There you go. So so why'd you write it on the cast? To um, remind me. That, that that the stone that was rejected okay by the builders was used to build a, a new church and a new and in, and, a, and a new faith from great for instance destruction i see and this really does this this is something i talk about when i get the chance when i do when i substitute teach history american history from great trials from great mm-hmm failures come opportunities mm-hmm. and the opportunity happened many times as as, as when as a country yeah we had the opportunity after you know after after bad things happened to us to to, to build up again I, you, the, the kids don't remember it but i remember it very vividly i was their age when it happened when the when the when the challenger yeah when the when the space shuttle uh, mm-hmm. uh was when god saw fit to end that mission uh, in Florida, right there on the TV cameras, uh, right there, right, right, right there, and in, in, in front of us, right there yeah. in the TV, and and we we saw God in 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 working that day to to, to remind us, as Pre- President Reagan later said that that those astronauts dared to leave Earth and touch the face of God. Mm. Well, it turns out that that wasn't in God's plan. Wow, I never thought. But of we it built like another that. space shuttle that was better. Right. And went farther and deeper into space wow. than the other ones. Now, that one, um, God ended that mission over Palestine, Texas, some years later. And did we stop? Did we give up? Did we stop building space shuttles? We did not. That is not what Americans do. We mm-hmm. went back there and we built ourselves another space shuttle. And we, and, and we just kept going. And that's, I think that's why I have Ebenezer on my cast. 
Oh, right. I forgot that's what I forgot. That's what we were talking about. You know, I never thought about it like that, Ken, because think about um, the Tower of Babel. God did not care for them um, trying to uh, build a building so tall it could. That's really interesting. Yeah, they, they intended to touch the face of God. They made themselves proud. Proud That's right. and, and and thought they could reach heaven. You know, you can't reach heaven that way. But I, I feel like, you know what? God can use anything for good, can't he? Because if they hadn't been building that Tower of Babel, we wouldn't have Italian, Japanese, uh, all these languages. Mm. Uh, they all, God created all those languages right there that very day. And then, you know, all those people had to go find the country that lined up with the name of the language they were speaking as they, you know, spread out from the Fertile Crescent. I guess I know a little bit of history, don't I? You know, <laughs> fair, a fair, of definitely do. You yeah. gotta think we have a... <laughs> but but I'll tell you what, Ken, you mentioned a few things that I wanted to clarify because I don't, I, maybe I need to brush up on my American history. You mentioned abolition and temperance. Mm-hmm. Is that the... Um, with the no more drinking and the speakeasies of having to uh, mm-hmm. the booze, are you talking about? Yeah, the temp- right. Yes, the the the, 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 oh, the prohibition. The prohibition. And so abolition what's abolition? Pro- abolition was the the um, the abolition movement led to the uh, the outbreak of the American Civil War in 1861. Oh, really? Yeah, the abolitionist movement um, began to influence American politics as early as the Missouri Compromise of 1820. And uh, the after the passage of the Kansas-Nebraska Act of 1852, oh. the situation became critical. And when the Supreme Court <sighs> ruled on a case called Dred Scott v. Sanford in 1857, oh. the situation came to somewhat of a crisis uh, and in 1858, Stephen Douglas, who supported the Kansas-Nebraska Act, ran for the Illinois Senate versus uh, a, lawyer, a downstate lawyer named Abraham Lincoln, a friend of his he'd known for many years in Springfield. And it was during one of their during one of their debates that they. I'm sorry, I've lost my train of thought. Is there a reason you can't stay at the Knights Inn? God told me to wipe the dust of that night's in off of my shoes and to walk. He said, walk away from that night's in and do not turn around Mm -hmm. as he told Lot Mm -hmm. and Lot's wife. And Mm -hmm. we remember what happened to Lot's wife. She turned around. That's right. But Lot followed God's command. Now, I did not leave there in a good way. I had a dispute with the manager. Oh no. And I'm not I'm not ashamed or embarrassed to say that I did wrong in that dispute. God says to turn the other cheek and to and to forgive your brother. To forgive your brother when or sister when they're uh. wrong. And I I there was a woman manager there that I had a dispute with and I I used my hands in a way that God would not have approved of. I, I hit her in the throat. And it was a mistake. And thank God I knew it right then and there. She put me in what I believe wrestlers call a suplex. Oh. And it was a very painful position. I tell you, it was extremely painful. 
both of her arms had somehow wrapped around my neck and my back in such a way so that I now have permanent damage to my L7. And I know that it's not coming back. It's just not coming back. That that back pain is not coming. I have sciatica now, which makes it very tough if you live in a car. And sciatica is very, very, it gets very tough on you when you don't have a lot of room to stretch out. What was the dispute over? I had been trying to explain to some of the other customers at the Night's Inn that these men patronize the business on what is known as an hourly basis. They come there. They are not wayfarers in the traditional sense they are not looking for a night's rest they come to this place and they sin there for a duration of two or three hours at a time sometimes with courtesans and sometimes with women or men that they sin with and i was quoting scripture i remember being i was quoting scripture outside of one of those rooms where the sin was taking place and I said you have made a pact with death and with hell an agreement and at that time the manager stopped me from 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 speaking the word from speaking the very word of God and she stopped me and interrupted me and stopped my testimony and stopped my my she she martyred me wow with her fists, with her arms, with her suplex, which I apparently she learned in the Pakistani army. What? Another veteran. Wow. She is an Afghanistan veteran from a different war that we had nothing to do with. Is that why you have those two splints on your finger, your pinky and your ring finger? Did the Pakistani that lady? lady <laughs> that little lady, she did. She knew her business. Let me tell you. Wow. She not only. St- suppressed me but she did not call the police she kept me in a stress position for 18 hours i suppose she learned that in the pakistani army wow that you don't do and that i won't ever do again well just like jesus reached into the water jug and turned it into wine i'm reaching into the mailbag everybody here's a letter from a twin hiller Dear Hallie Gray and guest, recently I went over to my fiancé's apartment for the first time so we could continue to get to know each other before taking the big step. We are both followers of Christ, but I saw something in her apartment that worries me. She has a bunch of crystals and multiple tarot decks. She says she uses them as a conduit to have Christ communicate through her, but I'm just not sure. Hmm. I really love her and believe she's a true follower of Christ, but how can I be sure with this? What do you all think? Thanks so much, John. Wow. That's got to be shocking when you see something like that. Well, sure. I mean, it feels like the occult, right? That's right. And I mean, I just would like to say, John, I'm sure that you have all of your um, accountability partners in place to make sure that you remain sexually pure before marriage. But, you know, just be careful going over to somebody's apartment because, you know, you could really it could be a slippery slope. Um, But you know what? Maybe God had you notice those things so that you didn't, you know, get physical with each other 
And I think you're right to consult us. I, I feel like as the man in the relationship, you have the right to say, I need you to remove those from your house and don't ever consult them again. You know, Hallie, sometimes I like to just do the, the old Solomon technique when, when people have a difficult choice to make over something, you know, Solomon, he had a couple of ladies that were saying, this is my baby. This is my baby. He drew a circle and he basically said, okay, we're going to cut the baby in half yeah. and you each get to take the baby home. Well, I like to do stuff like that. Sometimes where I'll draw a circle and I'll say, Hey, we, you want to choose between me or some crystals, mm-hmm. you know, you can choose. I'm just going to be standing in the, you know, I don't really know if this works, but I think it works in the same way, but I think it works. You can cut the deck in half or you can cut me in half. So saw me in half. You make your choice, honey. Thou shall not suffer a witch to live. What do you got there, Kent? Uh, Ken. Oh, sorry. It's which it's, it's, Vanilla extract and cooking sherry. Ken Van Dorn was played by Kevin Dorf. Check him out in the new movie Bombshell. He plays Bill O'Reilly. It's such a good movie and an important story. It's so good. Check it out. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont, and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at megathepodcast at gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon.